Welcome back to Kansas City Real Talk, brought to you by KCRAR. I'm Alex Gehring. And I'm Bobby Howe. Hi, Bobby. Hi, Alex. How are you today? I'm great. Good. Well, we have a special episode today. We're we going to do, do something a little different. What are we going to do today? Tell me. So today, I'm ready. this is going to be Realtor Story Time. <gasps> story Time. We're going to kick things off. We would like to do this on a somewhat regular basis. We would love for our listeners to send in their stories at Realtalk at KCRAR.com. They're craziest stories about crazy houses, weird experiences that you had, and we'll change the names as as necessary. As necessary. As necessary. When you're forced to. By a but for now, it's fine. we're going <laughs> to kick it off with just stories that Bobby and I have. Yes. I'm sorry. It's going to be really exciting. It's really going to be fun because we got some really good stories. I, I've been... I've been you know, I've got these stories that have just been building up inside of me and I've been dying to get them out. Right. And I haven't told very many people these stories, so I'm pretty pumped for this. All right. Toko on. Let's do it. Let's no, do it. Let's well, do Bobby, it do you want to go first? Um, No, because you told me you have a cat story. I do. I, and I really want to hear the cat so story. So I actually have a couple of cat stories. I, first of all, I just want to say I love cats. I've loved cats since okay. I was just like a little, little, little kid. Okay. They're fuzzy. They're soft. And often sweet often not and and they like i well our cat so my wife and i have a wonderful cat her name is nora mm -hmm. really we just call her kitty we never you never use a cat's name no nope. it just doesn't really happen we just call her kitty she's the best thing she's super sweet um, she's more like a dog than a cat but i have had multiple experiences with cats in homes in the last couple of months okay. that have really freaked me out a little bit Okay. So I'm going to start with one. All right. And then I'll save the other one for later. Okay. Okay. Here you go. So listing a house okay. in Fairway um, just a couple of months ago. Beautiful home. Um, super pumped. Uh, clients were very close friends of mine. And I swear the home looked like a West Elm showroom. Like it was just oh. gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I knew it was going to move fast. Sold on the very first day. Yeah. Like first offer. Sold it in like sold it too fast. Okay. It was one of those houses where yeah. I was dying to hold an open house and I hate holding open houses personally. Right. Like that's not my thing. I wanted to hold an open house because I was so proud of this house. Right. It was so cool. Sold super fast. But while I was getting pictures taken, it was one of the scariest moments of my life. Did you almost die? Well, I felt like I could, I was in danger. So I went to college um, with my sellers Okay. Um, and we uh, lived in the same apartment for a little while, and there was a cat that lived above us. And this cat, unfortunately, was uh, very abused. Okay. Um, and uh, m my friends, who are married, um, they ended up adopting this cat. This cat is the meanest. I mean, it's an abused cat. Okay. Like, just very mean. It's always been super nice to me, um, and I, I wasn't... You know, I, I never really thought anything of it. But they always talked about how horribly mean this cat was. So I'm in the home. I'm getting pictures taken. Obviously, my sellers are gone. I didn't think anything of the cat because, gosh, I'm getting pictures taken and it's, it's a, a cat. cat. Yeah, like whatever. So we're, we're getting – I get all of the pictures done and I'm totally satisfied. Um, and then I remember, oh, crap. Uh, my sellers told me that I needed to move – 
the cat's uh, water dish off of the kitchen counter. The like, kitchen counter was totally clean, right. but the cat's water dish, they had like this fancy fountain. Like mm-hmm. it, it looked good enough that I didn't think of taking it off. I kind of forgot. Right. I go, oh, I forgot that. What do you guys think? I sent them a picture of what it looked like. It looked great, but she was like, you know, let's move it mm-hmm. and retake the, the kitchen pictures. And I go, okay, I moved this cat's water dish. This cat comes at me. I'm, I'm not actually exaggerating. The cat started chasing me, started oh. chasing me, claws out, okay. like growling. It was actually you horrifying. T- moved its water. You moved I its moved cheese. its water. So then, I, so it chases me. To, so we're talking about like a fairway, like a little fairway ranch. Okay. So it chases me to the master bedroom and corners me in the master bath just well enough that I can shut the door on this cat. My photographer, who who is amazing, by the way, she like sees all of this happening and uh-huh. she is totally freaked out, completely freaked out. Is she recording video at this point? I, I wish that she would. She, I think she did take a couple of pictures and I took a couple of videos of the cat growling at me that maybe we can post or something. I don't know. Um, but I, I'm sitting here. I'm like facing the door mm-hmm. and, you know. Tiff, my photographer, is just totally freaked out. Right. And I'm just like, gosh, what can I do? And so I start looking around this bathroom. The cat's food dish oh, no. was out in the bathroom. So yet another picture that I needed to retake. <laughs> but also, I just locked talk. myself in right. to this crazy, psychotic cat's room right. that she eats. Right. She saw me move her water dish. This cat isn't going anywhere. No. So- Things are quiet for about 35 seconds, and I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, this cat probably has, you know, wandered off. Uh-uh. Not a big deal. I start cracking the door, and all I hear is this. <laughs> I'm serious. It's like this deep, guttural growl from this cat. Absolutely horrifying. What color I'm is this cat? I need to know. Black. Okay, okay, I got a picture. Oh, yeah, black. Okay. With okay. A, I think with like a white. A little tuxedo cat. A little, yeah, okay. sort of. Okay. Um, Sorry. It, which is usually super cute, yeah. you know? I know. No. No. Okay. No. I just need to picture this all properly in my head. <laughs> so keep going. is growling at me as I crack the door. She sticks her paw in. I'm like, no. And it freaked me out enough that like I shut the door. I got really <gasps> worried that I was going to hurt her. her. <laughs> yeah, I know. But she pulled it out. And at that point, I'm like, I wish I would have hurt you. You know, not really, but all so sort of seriously and so i call my clients right. like it's the only thing that i could do and i just know that they're gonna think i sound insane right. so i call them and i go hey your cat who i've never had a problem with before you always warned me about and i always thought that you were kind of crazy has literally cornered me inside of your master bathroom and i'm not totally sure what to do and they feel horrible it's like oh my oh, gosh I've been laughing we knew that this was going to happen like we knew that this is a possibility i'm so sorry like we should have thought about this and i'm like you guys it's a cat like why is the fact that this is something you should have this cat is a hazard you know i've gone from thinking that this cat was just like this misunderstood being to like this cat is horrifying right. you know we're gonna have to get rid of the cat to sell oh the house. my gosh <laughs> luckily it sold really quickly so yeah she did have to be out so i uh I got the towel. This is what my client told me to do. I took their shower towel off. Okay. And I held it out in front of me while I opened the door. And I so I opened the door. I've got the towel out in front of me. I'm trying to – I'm acting it out. I'm acting it out because you people can see this. You people can't see me. (laughs) And I'm holding this towel out in front of me. And the cat is mauling the towel. Oh, my God. Like literally mauling the towel. I make it out of the master bedroom and we slam the door. Okay. 
But you still have to take the master bathroom photo because of the food. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> so Tiff, who is <laughs> far more brave than me, apparently, okay. uh, we, we, I kind of I kind of go about it with the same tactic. Uh-huh. And I sh- kind of – we open the door back up and I corner the cat a little bit and I kind of lead her out of the room. Uh-huh. And she gets in there and she takes the picture and – at that point, we just kind of got out of there as quickly as we could. And then we shut the cat back in the master bedroom. I led her just into the master there. bedroom and shut her in. For the rest of the day. Yep. And then my clients had to come get her for the one day of showings that we had. And um, I said, you know, and then I'm like, you know, for the for the inspection, I go, the cat has to be gone. Appraisal, a cat has to be gone. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, not taking any chances there. No. I it was really, awful. I really feel like this story is and the way that you've been telling the story is the prime example of why we need to get a camera in this room and YouTube live this as we're doing oh, the recordings. <laughs> I'm just saying, because the way you people need to see the way he's been scooting his chair around, he's been holding the towel out. It's really, it was, it was a... It was, you were traumatized by this. I... I think about it every time I see a cat now and right. I'm in a house. Right. Like people leave their cats in for showings all the time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what if this is a demon cat? Right. Like what if this cat was abused for a year before it was adopted into a nice cute little family? Right. And it wants to kill everything right. that, you know, touches its food or water. So anyway, it was it was a very, huh. it was quite an event. Sounds like it. <laughs> Are you in therapy for this? Are you in recovery? I'm not in therapy. Did you go I, home and like scold Nora just because like I you're a go, cat? I did go home and like I I was very grateful that I had such a sweet kitty. Um, I love it. Yeah, it was it was it was a little mm-hmm. a little intense. All right, I want to hear about Darcy and Dean. Well, see, here's the thing. I got a pet story. Oh, you got a pet. Story. I got a pet story because I just thought of it. it. So it actually, my mom's very first transaction she ever did. So this would have been back, I don't know, let's not do math, 32 years ago. Okay, whatever. 80s, late 80s sometime, all right? And um, so this was back in the days where often the buyer's agent would go to the home with the listing agent and present the offer to the seller, which that's- What a novel concept. So that they could speak on behalf of the buyer and say, this is what's important to my buyer. And the, the company that my mom worked for at the time, again, late 80s, required female agents to wear- um, skirted business suits and to wear pantyhose. It was very important that the ladies dress like very that. Very important. Very important to selling real estate that they dress in a, a, a blazer, a skirt, and pantyhose was extremely important and pumps um, to this. And this is a farm out in the middle of the country. And my mom, <laughs> it's very important we wear these clothes to the farm, as you will see later. Um, and so my mom gets to the property and she's talking to the seller and there's a dog that keeps jumping up on my mom and the seller's like no fluffy or whatever the dog's name was get down get down and finally she gets a big big branch to knock the dog and hit the dog down to get her down only as she goes to swing the dog jumps down and she breaks the big branch over my mom's shin (laughs) cracks her skin open and there was blood just running down her leg everywhere and um they, they get it, you know, they get it cleaned up and her pantyhose are all ruined and, you know, whatever. They get the deal put together. But the best part is, because we tell the story all the time, she still tells the story, is about five years later, the seller did become a realtor. <laughs> and so we love to go around. She's She's always been in the same company I've been involved with. Um, and we love to go tell the story of the my mom's very oh first my real gosh. estate transaction and when she broke a stick 
over my mom's leg. <laughs> my mom's like, well, I really, it can only get better Oops. from here. <laughs> okay, so uh, wait, so there were companies that actually had like dress code requirements for their female agents? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We Now know. we're just like happy if they're just, you know, don't have, you know. Yoga pants. Right. And, right. Like. Oh boy! Yeah, yeah. Well, you put a T-shirt on over your sports bra. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you laugh because you've seen it. I I have. So I have another pet story. Okay. I have another pet. While we're on the topic of pet Pets. stories, and it is another cat story. Okay. All right. Um. So we all get some expired listing calls. Right. Right. Expired listings right now. Not. Super common mm-hmm. to to I've, I've got I had somebody that called me their listing was getting ready to expire they wanted me to come in and see if I could pitch it right okay. I pull up the listing and I'm a little concerned okay mostly because the marketing looks like it's fine okay it's priced really well okay um and the agent's good I really I, I can't figure out you know right. what, why how, didn't it sell why is this place okay. not selling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in my in my phone interview with a guy before I went over there, um, I'm asking him, you know, did you how many showings have you had? Like in the 30s. Oh, wow. A number of showings. Okay. Okay. So a lot of showings. What kind of feedback do they get? Right. That's what I asked. So what, what was the feedback? And he goes, well, you know, there were a couple of them that, you know, said something about about my cat. There were a couple of them that said stuff about flooring. Some people thought it was just too much space. I'm thinking, all right, all of these things sound like things that should have been overcome with a property this price the way that this is right. and with marketing materials and with an agent that knows what they're doing. Right. What is going on here? Mm-hmm. So... I didn't say that to him, of course. Right. I, I wanted to go and see it. I figured I could probably figure it out. But before I go, I asked the guy, or before I hang up, I go, so tell me about your cat. Because that was kind of the only thing that Is this before or after the other cat? This is after the other cat. Okay. This is after so the other cat. So you're cognizant to, ooh, cat. I, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I am. So that's okay. like in my mind now. Okay. So I ask him about the cat. <laughs> and he goes, I, I just ask, because I, I go, is it an old cat? Mm-hmm. But- I'm thinking it might smell like cat urine. Okay. And he goes, yeah, it's a 19-year-old cat. And I'm thinking, oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. I bet it smells like cat pee. Yeah. Okay. I didn't say that to him either. I was right. like, well, Mr. Seller, I bet your house smells, smells like, like cat, cat pee. pee. But that's what's in my like realtor mind. And, right. Or, you know, guy didn't smoke, nothing like that. So uh, about a week later, I go for my appointment with him. And I'm fully expecting to walk into that front door and just be hit with the smell of cat urine. Right. Nothing. The house nothing. smells great. The marketing materials, um, not only were they good, but they were very reflective of the condition of the home. Okay. Um, you know, some flooring updates maybe that were needed, but again, priced okay. appropriately. Yeah. And I'm just going through and I'm thinking, man, I cannot figure out why this place hasn't sold. Uh, we go upstairs and I get a little bit of a whiff of something, mm-hmm. but nothing nothing crazy at all. Right. Um then we go downstairs, and again, I get just a tiny whiff of something, but most, for the most part, it seems fine. And that was even in the cat litter box area. Like, okay. I, it you smelled okay. Expected. Still hadn't seen the cat right. at this point. Come back upstairs from the basement, and there... <laughs> I just... Oh, that's Your right, face! That, I love it! It's really fat. So, uh, <laughs> come, up, come back up from the basement, and in the middle of the living room... Mm-hmm. This Stephen King looking cat, oh. like just the ugliest, 
uh, ugly. It's so sad. Right. But just the ugliest, matted, oh. just horrible looking cat that I've ever seen. Right. Probably perfectly sweet, but just hideous. Like Cujo, but a cat. Okay. Like that's all that I could really oh, think I of. Like it, it kind of looked like a, like a little werewolf. Okay. Just horrible. Hor- horrible. Got it. Followed us around the whole rest of the time. Okay. And I go, this is, this is why this house isn't selling is right. because it's not because the place smells like pee. Mm-hmm. Has nothing really to do with cats. Right. It has everything to do with the fact that your cat dude is ugly. Like just the ugliest cat. How do you say that to a seller? I yeah. And and also, I I mean, I, I don't know. I couldn't imagine that that wasn't something that maybe the other agent hadn't expressed. Right. So I just started going. So what do you do with the cat? You know, during showings. And he goes, Well, I mean, nothing really. It just it, just leave, and the cat's usually fine. You know, I don't think he misses or anything, and he usually leaves people alone. And I was just looking at this cat, and I'm thinking, dude. You, you do not see you this. Do not see you. This is your a member of your family. Like right. I get it. You can't I tell totally him his child it. is ugly. I can't say your child is ugly, but I'm just like your looking at it, ugly. and I'm kind of tried to to convey this child is yeah. disgusting. Like <laughs> hide your children. I understand the cat's Board. not staying with the house. <laughs> right. However, he needs to. T- it's it gives people the wrong idea. It right. just does. So as I'm talking about this and mm-hmm. knowing that I had my previous experience, the cat very kindly really gets up and starts walking toward me and starts rubbing against my legs this ugly dirty cat Uh just rubbing all over my legs and again i couldn't go kick it away kick it away from me just hideous so um i basically told him um that i thought that his current agent was really doing a fine job and they they probably they, they needed to have a discussion maybe about what to do with the cat because i really think that um that the cat being there for showings was was what was really hurting the sale and didn't have anything really to do with marketing and so um and then i got out of there because Never turned back <laughs> did you would you have nightmares about that cat and the way it looks I think about it on a regular basis. That was one that I couldn't take pictures of. Because like, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, just a second, Mr. Seller. There's Let me a... take a picture of how hideous your cat is for my you Insta. Just, just, just <laughs> sneak it in there. Uh, so next time you do a Rorschach test, you're going to be like, you're, that's the cat from the house. Oh, my it, gosh. I have nightmares. Ah! It's just, yeah, just a so, hideous cat. So did you ever have a conversation with that other agent no. about the cat? Like, no. hey, talk, I did talk to people about the cat. I didn't. Okay. I left that out. Okay. It was one of those things where I, I wasn't showing the property to a buyer. Right. If I was leaving feedback, I, I didn't I didn't necessarily want to tell the – I didn't want to – I don't know. I, no, no, no. I, I, I know, know what you're saying. Is there, no, a, no, no. is there an etiquette thing there that maybe well, I should Well, since, since you t- said – because you went back to the seller and said, look, your agent's doing a fabulous job, da-da-da-da-da, I recommend you stay with them. I would have maybe had a conversation. Like, look, they called me over. They're looking around, just FYI. However, I told them this, and what about that cat? Like, <laughs> and what about that cat? Because like, my curiosity would be like, like, so what do you think about the cat? That cat, right? Like, just <laughs> am I right? I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. So, all right, all right. Do you want me to tell the Darcy? Darcy and, and Dean. Dean. All right. So this is a story that I typically only tell during my keynote. 
So I love to tell the story. Um, it's when I'm talking about um, coming from scarcity versus coming from abundance. And my mom was one of those people that came from scarcity. Every single client was her absolute last client she was ever going to have. She was so lucky to get them. She didn't know how she did it. Now, she was a top producer in this business for over 20 years. She had a name. She had a reputation. She wasn't just getting clients by luck. But because she truly believed that in her head, she would let people walk all over her. People she probably should have let go. Um, and Darcy and Dean are a fabulous example of that. They are my favorite, worst clients of all times. Um, over about a five-year span, um, we put Darcy and Dean under contract on about seven different homes. Oh, my gosh. And every single time after we would fight and claw and nail and get them under contract, and there was always new construction, but yet we would get some money. This is back in the days when just – whatever the price was, was the price. Like there was no negotiating. We'd always get some money off or we'd get them some extras thrown in. Every single time, the next morning, they would get up and give us a call and go, you know, that property's not really the one for us. And so we would get them out of contract. We would get their earnest money back. We would grovel to the other agent and we would move on until Darcy and Dean found their next one. <laughs> and like I said, there was about seven properties over a five-year time frame oh, no. that we did this. And during my mom's life, she never got to sell them a property. But I did because I'm a really, really special person. <laughs> and so, but in order to sell them that new property, we had to um, sell the one that they were currently living in. And so we get it on the market and we get an offer the first day. Um, there was a realtor's daughter who purchased, was purchasing this property. And so I go and I sit down with them and I present to them the entire contract. I present to them a seller net proceeds sheet. I present to them, you know, everything. And as we're in the middle of um, discussing this contract, which was an excellent contract, by the way, not taking my seller side, but whatever, <laughs> it was a great contract. They start fighting and they start fighting to the point that I actually almost called 911 because I was pretty sure the wife was going to beat up on the husband. Like literal spousal abuse from a female to a male right in front of my eyes. And I don't even know why they're fighting, but they're just all over the place. And all I can think is, God, just let me get out of here alive, alive and let me get these people out of my life. Like they've just tormented me and my mom for all of these years. And now here I'm got a perfect contract for their house. Um, all of these things. We get out of there. We get the contract accepted. We, we move on towards closing. We're two weeks out from closing, and I, and I get a call from Darcy and Dean. And I'll, I always got a call from the two of them together because you could never talk to one without the other. So one would be on one phone in the house, house oh, phones, God. and the other would be across the house on the other phone because, God forbid, you would tell one something you didn't tell the other. <laughs> you know, it would be the end of the world. And I get a, what's this $2,500 on the contract? And I said, oh, well, that's the closing cost that we're paying for the buyer. You know, da, 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 da. We never agreed to that. And I said, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you did. Um, you got that seller net proceeds sheet. You signed that. We never would have signed that. You must have forged our signature on that. Oh, no. And I said, oh, no. I absolutely did not forge your signature onto that. As a matter of fact, we are not going to close. And I said, no, 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 no. Oh, you are. I'm selling your home and I'm selling you the house that you're moving into. And this is all being done. We're not paying the 2500 Great. I'll pay the 2500 As a matter of fact, I'll fully give up every bit of my commission <laughs> because I don't want anything to do with you. I literally just want you out of my life. I want you gone. 
and they were selling in St. Joe. They were buying down in Kansas City. We get them all close. I, 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 I gave up the 2500 and I think I ended up giving up something else right before closing. Basically, for like the 10 years they were in our life, I think I made $3. Um, oh, my god. My gosh. time, it was all said and done. You know, Because that was my mom's thing was – my mom's thing was always, you know, why don't you give them up, mom? Why don't you go work with a client who actually wants to buy or sell real estate? She's like, but I've put so much time into it. I'm, that, I'm that is owed always the something. Thing, right. I, 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 I'm owed something. Oh, plus, Bobby, I want their referrals. Oh. No, you don't want their referrals. <laughs> There, you, I don't want to know what clubs they run around in. Well, exactly. <laughs> you are the sum total of the right. five people closest to you. So if that's who they are, their five closest people are going to be just like them. So got out of it. And here's the funniest bit is a year later, they moved back to town and bought the house directly across the street. <laughs> and the, 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 because the daughter of the realtor lived across the street and she called me. She's like, Bobby, They're back. Darcy and Dean are back. And I was like, I want nothing to do with They're it. They're back. Oh, no. <laughs> So I've never heard what from them again. What a nightmare. I don't care. But they were the literally the worst people ever. And I, d- realtors need to know you can let those people go. Because they were That's not really near the heartache and the pain and the crying for $3 at the end of the day. It was more than $3. But it, it, if you average it, it out over the time, it. it was yeah. not worth the stress and the anxiety. Gosh, and the, we've all been there. Accusing yeah. me of forgery? That's Excuse so scary. Me? I don't think we've all been there, <laughs> but we've all, we've all, we've all ended up working with people that we just, right. you know, should have yeah. fired. Now, just to be clear, Bobby, you changed their names, right? I did change their names. Just to be clear. Just to be clear. Amber made me change their names. Cause typically when I do this in my keynote, I don't change their names. FYI. <laughs> just, <laughs> just being honest with y'all in case you've seen my, my keynote. Uh, well, Bobby, this was fun. Yeah. Are we done? I do got we more have stories? other stories? I have, I always have. Dude, I've been doing this 32 years. I am made of stories. You have so many stories. Okay, okay. Because our last episode was realtor safety, um, can I tell a safety story? Yeah. It's a funny story. So there was Wait, a- It's a funny it, safety story? It's a funny- sa- Well, it's funny because I'm alive. Okay. There was a chance that I wasn't going to be alive at right. one point. So this is back when one day where I was just feeling like to be a Pop-Tart agent. I got a call from a guy that- just it set off all of the alarm bells in me and he wanted to go see a property in a not so safe area of town which as we know from tracy isn't necessarily a thing or not a thing there were tenants who lived in this property um we get to the property and we go upstairs and we walk into the master suite and um there is a sex swing setting in the middle of the room hold on hold on what is a sex swing i don't know it's it's a it's a swing that sits on the ground and there's a People do things on it. A I, swing that sits on the ground? Do we even? Yeah. Well, there, some attached from the ceiling. This one actually was on like a the thing. It was. I, oh, my God. I'm turning red, y'all. <laughs> so, I feel like I'm teaching Alex about sex right now, guys. Okay. Amber. Someday I'm going to have to do this with my son. Amber is red as her chair. It's Red Friday, y'all. It's fine. No worries. We're all red on our face. I, I'm not uh, I, We will go enough. to the Google what and I will show you what a sex <laughs> swing is. Google. Okay. Be careful. Be careful. So when that's in my search history, y'all, it's because I'm showing it to Alex. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. So anyways, so this guy is just making really uncomfortable anyways, but we get in this room and he's like, what's that? And I'm like, uh, 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 I think it's a uh, love swing. <laughs> a love swing. <laughs> There's like fuzzy handcuffs hanging off of it. Oh, and no. there's You saw the Fifty Shades of Grey house in New Jersey that had all the, the sex dungeon down in the basement? No. You, oh, you missed that back in December? I did miss that. Oh, there was a house. It was a 
It was like this separate dungeon-y thing. I was in a real estate listing. There was a sex dungeon to the... Oh, no. All of the, you people, we've got to get, we've got to keep Alex up to date of what's going on in real estate. It's fine. Anywho. Is this a real estate topic? I feel like... Okay, it is. Keep going. No, because it was a house for sale. It was all over the Zillows and everything. Um, anywho, I could not get out of that foul, that house fast enough. It was, it was just a really awkward thing. And I just, I never heard from that guy again. I don't know what was going on, but I just... It was the Got most the willies and he had to get comfortable out. thing yeah. ever. Um, oh. Yeah. Do you have any more stories to tell? Not really. Okay. I, I will say that um, I've heard a lot of stories like the one that you just told. I feel like, mm-hmm. un- <laughs> I feel like interestingly enough, there's a lot of uh, of sex stories that realtors have. Those aren't necessarily the stories that we're after from our listeners. Right. Yeah. Like the stories of the two <laughs> realtors being caught in the bathroom oh, in the vacant yeah. house. We no, don't need that's those stories. Not, those aren't good stories. We're not, we're not good no, with those stories. No. Uh, but the stories of like, so the stories of like, so you have the client who sh- goes through every single property with the white, literal white glove on going, Ugh, I Ew. don't know how people live like this and swipe. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually swiping up dust. You can't, again, I'm acting. You can't see me do that. I don't know how people live like this. And then you go to list their property and they have laundry literally piled so high you can't even see the floor you can't walk through and i show up to do an open house at their property and their college-age son is passed out in the middle of the bed with beer bottles all around him but yet when she would go into other properties i don't know how people live like this (laughs) those kinds of stories we want to hear that's what we want was that a story oh god that was a story (laughs) she was so bad i was just like well because we'd been looking at properties for six months before we ever went and looked at her house and i was like how are you? You don't even own a vacuum, and you're worried about other people having a slight amount of dust on their TV? For reals? All right. Um, so if you do have a story for Realtor Storytime, and you would like to come in, don't tell us a story ahead of time, because we, we want to We want to react. We want to really react to your story. Yeah. Uh, but you can email us at realtalk at kcrer.com. Again, that's realtalk at kcrer.com. Anything else, Alex? I don't think so. I think that's it. Did we do a good job, Amber? Are we okay? I've yeah. got to go Google sex swings now. <laughs> yep. It's good that you Google that and not me. I don't need that in my search history. <laughs> oh, Thanks funny. for listening. We'll see you next time. Yep. Bye. Bye.